Stories of the human spirit. Candid conversations about action, passion, and love. The Law of Action is about living in balance, moving forward with momentum in inspired action. Overcome challenges, create success, amplify your life, and achieve things you never thought possible. It's all waiting for you. If you're ready to break through your fears and live your life in massive action, this is the show for you. He's a best-selling author, speaker, advisor, your host, Mr. Action himself, Rob Actis. Welcome to the show, Action Takers. Glad to have you here. Living the Law of Action is based on my book, The Law of Action, and I love love to connect with the movers and shakers of the world who are passionate about the good they do for others and who listen to their hearts taking inspired action every single day. If it's your first time joining us or you've been with us for a while, I want to personally thank you for listening in and being here. On this show, my guests, they are incredible. People who are forces for good in the world around them and live a life of inspired action. My guest today, she does just that. In this episode, Jamie McFadden and I discuss how you are worthy of self-care. If you want to learn that self-care isn't selfish, how to take action in being your best self, and how putting your own oxygen mask on first can actually help you be there for others, action takers, this is the show for you. Jamie has been in the fitness industry for the last 10 years. She started as a dance instructor for children and now has over 10 certifications pre Postnatal free postnatal specialist. Easy for me to say. You know, it's just so it just kills me. I can never talk around you. I don't know why it is. I'm not even done introducing you. So she has co-written the Skinny Confidential Bikini Guide. Oh, the number one audio-based app, Aptives pre post post. I'm not gonna you okay. We're gonna have to change that word to something else, like before and after natal program. It's gonna be called the before and after natal program. And it's so much more. She may have she may have already just disconnected and doesn't want to be in the show. Jamie, welcome to the Living Live Action Show. <laughs> Hi, Rob. How are you doing, Bessie? I'm so good. <laughs> yeah, I'm a professional voice post, actor. Pre and postnatal, is it? Yeah, you are. Pre and postnatal. Pre postnatal. I mean, before come on, and you after. Chose supercalifragilistic be- expialidocious. Yeah, I know. before and after. Be- before and after natal. That's what I'm going to do. It's perfect. It's great. So, hey, perfect. welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I love doing anything that is a part of what you are doing. So thank you for having me. Thank you for the beautiful intro. So pumped to be here. Absolutely. Okay. So it's just so funny. I just got to share the story of how Jamie and I cross paths. It's just so funny. (laughs) (laughs) It just kills me. Okay. You want to tell him or you want me to tell him? You want to tell him? Uh, I think we like both do it. You start. Okay. So Jamie is on an app called Aptive, and I was on this app called Aptive, and it's an audio exercise program. She motivates and inspires you to exercise, and it's really cool. And so I really dug her energy. I really loved her vibe. I loved her voice, and it's so funny because I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go work out with Jamie today, and I just had this like total crush on Jamie, and it was so incredible, and it was just fun. I just love her energy. She's so vivacious and so just this beautiful soul, and it's just so funny how the universe works, and so fast forward to this thing called Clubhouse. We're on Clubhouse, and we start talking, and I'm like, 
I know that voice. I know that voice. <laughs> and it's Jamie. So I just got, Hey, and so I'm like, okay, well, I, I listen to you every single day. Now, if you're not aware, I'm the voice narrator for how L rides the miracle morning audiobook. Jamie listens to the miracle morning audiobook. So she really likes my voice. So here it is. She's on this parallel dimension universe and she's digging my voice, listening to Miracle Morning. I'm working out every day, listening to her on Aptive. And it's just so funny. And then we came together on Clubhouse and we're like, wait, I totally dig you. I totally dig you. And now it's, so, it's, like, it's just so fun. So now we're friends and it's just a wonderful thing. And yeah. So that's the, it is a that's, wonderful thing. And it just goes to show to anyone that's listening right now that in the world, the universe, we are all connected, whether we know it or not. And there's signals being put at us in front of us in every moment of every day. And sometimes we choose to listen to those signals and sometimes we don't. But how interesting that you and I both were already connected before we actually met, felt a connection before yeah. we actually met to each other. And yeah. then once we met, just it was like instant besties. So here it's, we are. Love it's, it's so incredible. And it's really important to really pay attention to the information, the downloads that you get. Yeah. People, people miss them. Oh, yeah. So there's a whisper just, all day long. All day long. There's, a there's whisper so many. All day long. And we have so a many, choice, listen yeah. or not. Yeah. And I think that has to do with self-care. And I know you're really big on self-care and I'm really big on self-care. Matter of fact, I just got a facial yesterday, so I'm looking good. Just let me oh, know. Oh, your skin looks good. <laughs> you are glowing and dewy and I love it. Miss Holly. Speaking <laughs> of, I just got, I just got, I just got, I just got a massage the other day. I actually got two. It's so it was my birthday a week ago and I got two massages within under two weeks, which is very rare for me, but it was sensational. First one was like deep tissue, really getting in there to all the knots that I definitely have for my job. That was great. The other one, I didn't anticipate it, uh, but it was much more Reiki based. Have you ever oh, done yeah. any Reiki oh, yeah, or energy work? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, and I, and I didn't know that going into it, it was a gift from someone. So I go into it and um, I had just finished a surf session and I was in Hawaii thinking, oh my gosh, I can't wait for her to like work out in my shoulders. And I'm thinking as I'm laying there, like, she's not really touching me and she wasn't telling me anything. So I'm like, is let's go. Like, I know the clock's ticking. What's going on? And then she looks at me after and she's like, you all kinks. Your whole body is kinks. Oh, yeah. And so she, she looks at me and she's like, I did energy work. You are going to sleep so good tonight. And literally that night, I think I had the best sleep I've had in years. Yeah. Drink incredible. a lot of water. So, drink a lot of water. Uh -huh. It's amazing. Well, it's yeah, a funny story. Amazing. So my ADD is kicking in today, but it's so fun. People are going to be like, this is like a fly in the wall conversation. So I'm having my facial yesterday <laughs> and she does this okay. jelly facial. It's this jelly that mask mm. that covers my face and it just envelops. It's amazing. But then she did a thing called microcurrent and it's these mm. little electrodes that exercise. See, I don't have any wrinkles. So it does that. Yep. But she, she somehow missed it. And I was like totally deep asleep. And all of a sudden my head was down like this. All of a sudden I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, she goes, do you feel that? She goes, Oh, that's way too high. Yeah, I can feel that. <laughs> she goes, normally you'd be like on five or seven. She goes, I had it like on 30. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was like you were in a torture chamber from uh, the, and I go, I kind of liked the, uh, it. So we went down a little bit. But, yeah. But it was like, it was, it was kind of amazing, but I, I love you know, I can always talk about self-care. It's so important. And, you know, 
I, I think guys actually take better self-care of themselves than women. Women have this thing, especially moms. And you're an incredible mom. I love seeing you on Instagram with your daughter. Just so beautiful. But it, it, it saddens me because all the women, most of the women that I know don't do self-care. And it's funny because when you think of the stereotypical, it's like the women are the ones that take care of themselves. But they prepare. So they decide they're going to take care of themselves. They plan they're going to take care of themselves and out of fear of like, oh, my God, the whole world's going to collapse if I'm not there. They don't take action and take care of themselves and get those take the baths or or the manicures, the pedicures and massages. What is that about women that that don't allow them to do that? And how do we change that? Oh, I because, love this topic so much. So it, I know you it do. Certainly. It's certainly I mean, it's right up my alley. So I'm glad we're talking about this. And yes. Specifically, women are conditioned technically from young ages that self-care is selfish. And it may not be said in those words, but it's, you know, based on we we learn behavioral patterns based on what our parents do, based on what their parents did, and this and that. So there's a lot of unlearning right. that needs to be done, especially for women. Now, there are also, you know, I don't want to discourage men, like for men too, certainly men are conditioned to have, you know, the really hyper-masculinity and yeah, all they these can't go things. to the spa. I'm, I, look. Right, right. Don't get a pedicure. Don't do these things. So, so there's also different sides of it. However, specifically speaking to women right now, because that is, you know, my, my main market is we need to remove the stigma that it is selfish to take care of ourselves. Because number one, the only way we can ever truly love anyone, serve anyone is leading by example. So if we aren't taking care of ourselves, and this is why uh, so many women right now specifically are on, you know, different medications for things, are feeling anxiety, depression, um, so many reasons of the shame, the guilt, especially moms, I hear it and see it every single day of my life, is there's this stigma of guilt and shame associated to taking care of yourself because We've conditioned and programmed in our mind and somehow believed like a little smidge of our own belief has gone to say, okay, I'm either not worthy of it. So that comes into a whole nother childhood thing, or it's the guilt of if I'm taking care of myself, how can I take good care of my family, which is the most backwards thing we could ever actually be doing. Uh, So, and it's interesting because usually the stigma is, and you, you see and hear this quite often where it's like, you know, the men are going to the gym, the men are hanging out with their buddies, they're, you know, have their hobbies. Whereas a lot of the times, stereotypically, the women are the ones that are, um, you know, doing the things and then frustrated later and resentful. And this happens in relationships all the time, because the woman wasn't really taking care of herself, but it's not the man's job. It is up to the woman. So breaking the stigma and realizing that the best way we can serve our family, our job, our children our friends, anyone in our life that we truly love, the best thing we can do is take care of ourselves the same way that we take care of them and do that first. Yeah. Well, it's funny. So when I tell people that I go get a facial and I go get a massage and I go sit in the infrared sauna and stuff like that, mm-hmm. they're like, well, that's kind of selfish. I mean, it's just, it's interesting how that is. It's not selfish because I want to be on this earth as long as I possibly can. And I want to maximize mm-hmm my health as much as I can. It, it It's so important because I can't take care of my wife. I can't take care of my daughter. I can't take care yeah. of my tribe 
if I'm not healthy? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it goes back to, you know, the oxygen mask. I mean, all the time when you're on a plane, put your oxygen mask on first so you can take care of your children. And, it's you know, I think people get into the mode of like, oh, I'm being selfish by not doing anything for myself and I'm going to take care of it. And they want to be that martyr. Um, right. But ladies, gentlemen, it is so important. It is so important to take care of yourself. It, you have to. You and have to. a reminder. And that's our, that's our of, job to take care of yes. ourselves. Well, I was just going to say, so, so um, there is a negative stigma oftentimes associated to self-care because We're people aren't change even that. truthfully. Well, and yes, and that, I'm trying one person at a time to inspire them to realize anyone listening, self-care isn't just the bubble bath and the spa things that we're talking about. Now that's, that's wonderful. And that right. is uh, certainly a beautiful luxury that we all can have, I believe, even right. if it's doing it at home yourself, right? Like I right. hear sometimes, right. oh, I can't afford that. Okay, well, guess what? I can give you a three-step part that you can do in your kitchen using apple cider vinegar, using some lavender or eucalyptus essential oils, and you can create something Greek yogurt. You can put it on your face and actually will help revitalize your skin. So there's things we can do at home. So right. that is kind of like, you know, forget the BS excuses. But now we're going to dive deeper for a moment. Self-care by definition is taking action to preserve or enhance one's own well-being. So if you think about that for just a moment and chew on that, if you want to live well, if you want to be healthy, if you want to, then you know what? Make the damn doctor's appointment. Get your butt in the gym or hire someone supportive to help you with that. Call a therapist if you have some issues going on up here. Um, Take a moment to look at your finances, to look at your social self-care, to look at and identify what do all these mean to you? Because as individuals, it really is our, and this is why I love you and what you're doing so much. It's our responsibility to take action. Yeah. And if we aren't doing it for ourselves, no one else is going to do it for us. And it's just going to continue to get worse. So wherever you are, my big thing I always tell anyone is meet yourself where you're at today. Get a, get a notepad out, write down right now, if you're listening to this, what does self-care to me, mean to me? What do I need in my life right now? And then look at, we have six pillars. We've got our physical, our mental, emotional, spiritual, social, and financial, all six pillars of self-care. If we could just chip away at one at a time, baby steps, Yeah, we got it. And then we support each other. Absolutely. It's so important, you know, and you know, you're all about self-care, all about inspiring people to live every day like they want to be alive. And the one thing mm-hmm. that, you know, I, I had a blood clot and I was down for three and a half months and, and I was... You have a lot of time to think you're fighting to not die and you have a lot of time to think. And I live my life so much differently. You know, when my daughter went to the hospital, when she had brain surgery, she had four, 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 four strokes and was in a coma. I got really big. I got, I got 200 and almost 40 pounds. Like right now you're looking at me and I think I'm like 190. So mm-hmm. I went in and I, I totally shifted because you have to take care of yourself. And I realized that I was just gaining weight and not doing, it. I wanted to be able to take care of her. And I was so focused on taking care of her. I wasn't taking care of myself. However, if I was sick, which I did get sick because of my blood clot, I couldn't take care of her. And it's, it's a very simple thing. And the mindset is self-care. Yeah. Your breathing yeah. is self-care. Your mindfulness mm-hmm. is self-care. Mm-hmm. Your, mm-hmm. you know, the, your, your job in a relationship is not to 
want the other person to be what you want them to be, your job in a relationship is to be the best you that you can be. In my relationships, my focus is I got to be the best Rob that I can possibly be. And that's my job. My job is not to make my partner happy. My job is to make me happy. That's not my job to do anything else. I take care of my shit. They take care of their shit. And that's the way it's supposed to be. And, yeah. and it's, it's, uh, it sounds, you know, direct and sometimes harsh people think that, but it's so, so important. Well, and I think that uh, everything you're saying, it's so true, so profound and resonates so deeply with everything that I, you know, teach, preach, feel all of that. And the biggest thing that I notice that comes down to when working with clients or when, you know, being interviewed and getting questions is unfortunately a lot of the time lack of self-care comes down to a lack of feeling worthy of it. Absolutely. Like at the root core of it, right? Is that if I were to really dive deep into somebody and hopefully this isn't too triggering for anyone listening, but it's really important that we can face the fears of what is what is our own limiting beliefs, right? Why yeah. are we feeling as though maybe, you know, cause someone might say to me, I've heard this before. Well, Jamie, you're, you're just really strong. Like, you know, you're lucky. You're, um, very resilient and all that. Like I didn't just, wasn't just born this way. Sure. Are there certain genetic things that are in our makeup? Of course, are there right. certain, you know, ways uh, that we've been raised and absolutely that plays a part in it, but wherever you're at right now, whether you're 10 years old, 50 years old, 90 years old, uh, and this is a discussion I have every single day of my life with doctors, therapists, and anyone really like at the grocery store even, is how do we get ourselves to realize that we are worth it in this yeah. moment? How do we yeah. meet ourselves where we're at and then start to build these little baby steps instead of like, I call it the new year's effect, the new year's resolution. That's when I'm the busiest, right? Because of course, everyone's right. done the, you know, whatever the, the damage of the holidays, whether it's the stress, the eating, the whatever else. And then come January 1st, everyone gets this external motivation of like, I got to make the whole, all these changes in my life. And it's a new year, new me, new beginning. And at the end of it, two weeks later, people are back to where they were um, and giving up and feeling like a failure and all that because they're not really addressing the root cause. So to anyone listening right now, if this is resonating with you, seriously, take a moment today and think for yourself, you know, how what makes me feel like I'm not worthy of self-care? It, and and sometimes that makes people go, ooh, I don't really like the way that sounds. Well, right. think about it for a little while. Even myself, I'll admit there's times where I have to go, man, I made all these things happen. Like, is the ball going to drop? You know, I have fears too. So I yeah. think it's part of our human nature to have these fears or anxieties or worries. Um, but learning how to say, I'm going today to start taking responsibility for my life because whether you love yourself or, or not right now, you are worthy. You're equally as worthy as Rob and I. Yeah. So if and we're I, able to do it, then so are you. And I, I think that one of the things that people that have really self-worth issues are so concerned about what other people think about them. And the reality is people aren't thinking about you. They're not, mm-hmm. they, they're so stressed out about their life. They really are not thinking about you. They're just not. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. if you're, if you're, if you are wondering if you have a self-worth issue, it's a really simple way to find out. And that is if someone gives you a compliment and you're like, oh, no, no, no. If that's something you really need to look at, mm-hmm. if, if you just can say thank you, 
then you're you're on your your road the road to to worthiness of feeling worthiness mm-hmm. but if you discount compliments even basic compliments that's something you should really dive into and 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 figure out i i think that gratitude is the best way to um empower your worthiness i think being grateful 100%. for all that you have like do you have a gratitude ritual that you do Every day, multiple times a day. I do it with Sophia now because I figure yeah. it's never too young to start. Yeah. So she's four. And every morning when we wake up, uh, whatever time it is or wherever we're at, we just look at each other and we take a moment to think about a few things that we feel grateful for. And so whether it's oh, the sun's shining today or I had a fun dream last night or I get to hug you, mommy, or I'm looking forward to our pancake breakfast or whatever it may be. Taking those moments to start your day that way, you know, everyone has their own practice of how they start their day, but certainly how you start your day is going to have a trickle effect on the rest of your day. Absolutely. And if you can start each day with even just one thing, and I remember I have a, a dear friend of mine who she made fun of me for years uh, for having a gratitude practice. And and I, I love her to pieces and she would go, that's the silliest thing. Like that's a bunch of baloney and that's not really going to do anything. And, and I told her, I said, you know, I said, I... I respect you. I love you. It's something that works for me. And if it doesn't work for you, I would never push it on you. However, I think you should really, I would love it if you would try, just try for a couple of days. She recently had her first baby and she called me out of the blue. I hadn't seen her. She moved far away. I hadn't seen her in years. And she goes, I have to tell you, girl, I cannot effing believe it. She said, my husband and I, we do a gratitude practice every day. And I had to call you and tell you it is the greatest part of our life. Like it's changed everything. It's completely changed my mindset. I never realized, but I was actually depressed and not feeling good about myself back then, which is why I was like so reluctant to doing that. And she said it. she just started really small with just one thing. Like, I'm glad I woke up. I'm glad I took this breath. Like really, really, really simple. And now she just said her and her husband do it. And it's just, it's so beautiful when you hear stories like that, because it just goes to show that it really having, being grateful. We all, we all have shit. We all are going through something at any given time. And if we can remind ourselves to have the the grace truthfully to just take that moment, take a breath and just think of one simple thing that you have in your life right now. And we could, I do it all day long. Like there's moments throughout the day. What about you? Every day. So the one thing that I do before I go to bed is I just, I'm so grateful to be alive. Like, I'm so grateful to be alive. So the one thing that I do every night before I go to close my eyes is I'm so grateful that I had another day alive. Like, that's the one thing, you know, you can. And then the morning I wake up, my eyes are closed and you're awake and you're like, and I'm to myself, I'm like, I am so grateful to be alive and be another day and have another day. So when I get really stressed. And I think it's really powerful to do this is you, 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 you tend to be really at the 30,000 foot view. You just see everything going on in your life and all the crazy. Mm-hmm. So what I do is I just stop and I breathe and I, I just feel my breath and I'm, I'm so grateful at the very core to be alive. Mm-hmm. Like I'm so blessed. I feel, I love being alive. It means so much to me. And then you can add on 
You don't have to. So, you know, say you just got in a little fender bender. Oh my God, my life is over. Stop. I'm so grateful to be alive. I'm so grateful I'm healthy and healthy, whatever condition you are. I'm so grateful to have a partner. I'm so grateful to have a child or whatever it is. And it will calm you down. There's, there's a metamorphosis that takes place when you stop and you breathe. People don't breathe. They get so stressed out. They don't, they don't. And it's so important. If you're stressed, I was, look, my dad is dying. Um, I think he might be, maybe die today. He's in hospice, uh, was in the middle of a voiceover session and they kept FaceTiming me. And, um, I, I was on a zoom session so they could see me and they kept, and I, and so I just said, you know what? I have a, a FaceTime call that keeps coming in. I need to see. And FaceTime was on there and I could see my father. Um, and he has taken a tremendous turn for the worse. He's been in the hospital for a year and a half, so it's okay. He's in hospice and I know he's going to die. And I saw the image of him and I'm like, oh, is he dead or is he? And I go, I can't talk. I have to get back to this. And I had to get back because I have to be on my A game. This is a national TV commercial. And so I just said, hang on, hang on one second. And they did. And I'm just like, I just want to breathe for a moment. And I breathe and I said, I'm so happy to be alive. I bless my dad. And then I was able to get back and do what I needed to do and to deliver for them. There was one, two, three, four. There was eight people, the ad agency, the client, everybody mm-hmm. was there. I had to deliver. And so, you know, it could have devastated me when I was done with the session. It did. I, I broke down crying. However, I was able to really connect with my core and breathe. Mm-hmm. And, and it's so important. You. It's you know, so important. I, I I see people going through life and they're just like so fast. And and I'm Mr. Action. I move fast, but I work. I'm very intentional and mm-hmm. I always stop to breathe. And it's funny. People like you're so energetic, but you're so calm yeah. because I, I get grounded. Or I take my mm-hmm. shoes off and I go walk in the grass. Yeah. Oh, I love grounding. If anyone's listening right now and you haven't taken your shoes off, gotten outside, that's, I mean, I'm at the beach a yeah. few times a week, just walking in the sand. Cause I need it for, to ground yeah. myself, to ground my yeah. energy to, you know, and also I think there's, it's so important for all of us to figure out what we need to establish our own inner peace, because just like Absolutely. you said, and, it, and, and I'm, I'm sending my love to you right now and thank you. wish I could give you a, a big old hug. Um, but we are all going to go through tough times. We are all going to face uncertainty. We are all going to have moments where we question what is this or why? Um, And so I think in those moments, because especially I know a lot of people recently have been going through a lot uh, just through in the last couple of years with everything that's been happening. And then the polarization of how different everything can be and just everything thinking about, finding ways and through breath, it can be so wonderful to establish your own sense of peace because yeah. once you can find that inner peace deep within, because I know sometimes people will say to me, well, I'm depressed. So I don't feel like I have anything to be thankful for. Or then I feel guilty because right. I should be thankful, but I don't feel thankful. And so I also want to encourage anyone listening, if you are feeling blue um, and you are having that kind of a thought is 
to in this moment, meet yourself where you're at and realize that pain is part of our purpose. We can absolutely, like we are all going to go through pain and we're going to experience things that are hard, but we always have a choice. And like Rob and I, we've experienced a lot of pain in our life in different situations. And whether it was things that were out of our control, things that are in our control, one thing we've always connected on is that we take the pain and say, okay, I'm, I'm here. I'm feeling this. I'm understand trying, you know, doing my best to understand this. How can I grow from this? How can I take action from this? How can I learn from this and turn this into some sort of purpose in my life where we have a choice that Rob and I could both have said in these situations, you know what, forget it. It's not worth it. You know? So I think just reminding ourselves that that tiny, just getting that little smidge of belief that even if you're going through a tough time, that you can get out, that you can get through it, that you can make it through. Um, and then leaning on others when you need that support. I think sometimes we try to go at life, you know, alone, like be tough it out and we could do everything ourselves and all this. And that's a bunch of baloney. We are not solo creatures on this earth. We are meant to have social interaction. That's part of what makes us healthy and well. So also taking a look at like, where are you spending your time, your energy? When I interview people uh, that they you know want to work on their self-care. I always ask, who are you around the most? What are you reading? What are you listening to? Um, and it's interesting because oftentimes if someone's feeling in a, a downward spiral of self-care, oftentimes they're around energy that is like-minded where it's kind of more negative energy around them um, or they're listening, let's say, even to like depressing news or music that's really sad or, you know, things where I'm like, these are environmental stresses that you're adding. So you're taking, you're making that choice, even if you're not aware of it. So the awareness right. is key. Right. Yeah. A couple of things, yeah. just breathing mm-hmm. and being aware mm-hmm. of your breath when you're, when you're really depressed, just focus on your breath. It, I don't know what it is, but there's some type of, um, um, not magic. It's not the word magic. I can't think of the word of it, but there's some kind of organic transformation that happens in your body organically in your Absolutely. cells. When you breathe, it, it, it infuses your body with, with, mm-hmm. with energy, including your brain. And you can actually get out of, of unsettling mindset. Also massive amounts of water. Your yes. body needs a massive amount of water and you need that for your brain to function. And most mm-hmm. people are dehydrated. They yeah. don't think about it. And mm-hmm. it's so important. They're like, well, I'm not thirsty. And I did learn yeah. this the other day. I don't know where I learned this. And you, you'll, you'll, you'll appreciate this is that the only water that counts for you to drink, people think, well, I drank a soda or I drank this or I drank that. The only water that counts, I don't know where I heard it, but it's so brilliant. I wish I could give them credit is water that fish can swim in. So I have a friend that my wife, all she, she likes to drink the, the sparkly Italian water, just the water. That doesn't count as your water intake because fish can't survive in bubbly water. So the only water that counts is water that fish can swim in. And it changes your perspective because I'm like, oh, I'm drinking a Gatorade. Well, that's not really water. It's got a bunch of crap in it. Right. So you got to right. drink water that fish can swim in. And if you do that, then you can drink the other stuff and counterbalance it. But I even heard if you drink a soda, you should drink a glass or two of water to really deplete the effects of the soda. I don't drink soda anymore, but people that drink yeah, soda. But certainly, yeah, soda, soda is incredibly dehydrating. 
And yeah. I mean, our bodies are made up of 60 to 70% water, 75% when we're You feel so born. good so, when you drink water. So yeah, if you think about that for a moment, you know, I was just explaining to Sophia the other day, she goes, mommy, was I a fish when I was in your tummy? And I'm like, well, kind of, because you were surrounded with amniotic, you know, it's like all yeah. this whole thing. Like, yeah. it is so yeah. interesting when you think of the evolution. And yet here we are. Um, so many of us, even just, I would suggest anyone, if you're not a water drinker and it's hard for you to drink water is go online today and do a little bit of research uh, on water. What is water? How much water? Like just start researching even for yourself, because it is so fascinating when you start to see, like we are, it's another thing I'm grateful for. We have water works. We have readily accessible water. There are so many places in the world that do not have accessible water. So even just taking a gratitude practice in your water, even if it's just, you know, start with one cup. Like I always tell you, add one cup of water a day and just little by little, see if you can increase that. And then when it comes to your breath, many people are surprised to know that we don't fully exhale pretty much ever. Yeah, so right. we, we ever, everything we're doing is like right up in here, right? And you and I, we work in voiceover. Diaphragm, so diaphragm, diaphragm, yeah, baby. Breathing and all yes. that. But a lot of, thank goodness, right? But a lot of people don't have that. So just to to make it really simple for explanation purpose, when you're not fully exhaling, right? So a lot of us are, we're like this, we're blah, 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 and then we <laughs> take these really shallow breaths. We're not releasing the carbon dioxide that's getting into our body. So in fact, we're pulling in more and more toxin. We're only releasing about 70% of that breath. So for anyone listening right now, at the end of me talking, <sighs> like let it all out. And then nasal breathing is really important because when we breathe through our mouth, we're pulling in like we all all these little hairs in our nose, right? People don't aren't aware of that either. All these little hairs in our nose are there to protect us. So when we're breathing in, it's actually like acting as a filter. So if you think of filtered water, filtered anything, we're filtering things through and then releasing whatever we don't need, right? But if you're, it can really dry out your system and can also add to your dehydration and lack of oxygen. So- that's my spiel on that. There's a really yeah, good and, book on it called Breathe. I love it. And then also, you know, go back to my Miracle Morning background is mm-hmm. Hal says the first thing you do when you wake up is you drink a bottle of water, a big glass of water. Mm-hmm. And it does. If you drink it right when you wake up, it wakes you up because it totally. just fueled you because you're dehydrated. Even if you drink water before you go to bed, which I do, and you wake mm-hmm. up, you dehydrated. So the first mm-hmm. thing you want, I mean, the first thing I do, this is what I, I drink this, my little mm-hmm. confetti cup full of water Love every it. morning. Mm-hmm. And then I have a bunch of these cups every morning. I preach everybody to drink water. It's just so good for you. And it's funny because yeah. people say they want to be a voice actor. They want you know, they're going to do a, a podcast. How do I do? I go, well, you need to be hydrated. So how, mm-hmm. how was asking, he, he narrated his, uh, the miracle equation book and mm-hmm. he's like, okay, how do I prepare? And I go, he goes, I know I need to drink water. Yeah, but you need to drink water a couple of days before, not the day mm-hmm. of. Right. You need to be really hydrated. It's so important. Mm-hmm. You just feel better. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what of it course. is about our society that that people are so adverse to drinking water. It's and it's well, so I think there's needed. a lot of marketing and commercialism and all those kind of things like fed into us, which yeah. we our bodies, think of it this way. Our body is the greatest adaptative machine that we will ever know. It adapts to what we do. So however we condition this body, whether it be really great or really not so great, uh, the results are going to follow and your body will adapt. So if you are someone that doesn't drink water right now, I'm telling you to start a little bit of water and you'll 
notice differences different. even when it yeah. comes to oh yeah in your skin in your yeah. everything uh, every part of you will feel different and it can even really help people come to me sometimes and, oh i want to lose weight drink more water absolutely drink more water you know absolutely yeah it's 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 so important i mm-hmm. so what are some action steps that one can take to 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 just really dive into self care what are some action love steps this. that someone can Love create? this. Okay, so I created an entire program about this. It's called the Wave System because nice. I look at life uh, as you know energy, and I love the ocean. So to me, the wave of life is just so it just is so visual for me, right? Like I, if you've ever been in the water in the ocean, you know when you see the waves, or if you're in a wave, if you've surfed. Um, sometimes the waves crash on you. Sometimes you can ride the waves. Sometimes you're under the wave. Um, but it's always moving and it never stops, right? That's right, how right. our energy is. And so WAVE actually stands for well-being, awareness, vision, and energy. And what those mean in terms of self-care is, for anyone listening right now, is take a moment today to write down the word well-being. Write down WAVE, like well-being. Identify to yourself. Don't need to ask anyone else. Just think deeply. Take a few deep breaths. What does well-being mean to you? What does it mean to be well in your own life, in your own body, in your own mind, in your own spirituality, in your own finances? Like we're all these areas, right? Think about that. If you can identify that, that's step number one. Step number two, bring awareness to where you're at today. Not where you want to be in the future, not where you were yesterday, literally where you're at today. Bring the awareness. What are you doing currently in that area, right? So let's just focus on physical for a moment because we're talking about that. If you're thinking about well-being to me is feeling good in my body, um, you know, exercising, feeling hydrated, drinking more water, like there's all these things you can come up with of what does it mean to you to be well? And then bring the awareness to, okay, well, I don't drink water right now. Um, I haven't exercised in three years. Um, I'm really you know, not feeling well in my skin. Okay. Now you're aware of where you're at. Cause we can't really make a plan unless we know where you're at, then create the vision of what does that picture look like for you? What does that beautiful, you know, physical being look like? And then you can start to say, okay, here's the big picture of what I want. I want to, you know, lose this weight. I want to feel this way. I want to drink this much water. I want to take care of my skin, my teeth, all this kind of things. Um, great. Then you get to create an action plan by deciding where you're going to put your energy. So I would suggest to anyone, you look at the big picture, you make sure you're aware of it, and then you create these teeny tiny steps. So for example, I have one client right now, um, and I got this from uh, someone that I love dearly, BJ Fogg, who has a book, Tiny Habits. But he suggests, let's say for someone that wants to make some changes in their life for their physical self-care, flossing just one tooth. Okay. Now this example makes people kind of chuckle sometimes because they're like, okay, like really? So many of us don't floss our teeth at all, let alone one tooth, but it's much easier to go from zero to one than one to a hundred. Nice. Right. Or um, excuse me, it's harder. It's much harder to go from zero to one to get yourself to do that one baby step. Once you take that one baby step, just like the children, when they begin to learn to crawl and then walk and then run that one little step, it's hard to get started there. That's the toughest part. Then yeah. you build up momentum. Then you create a compound effect. And by taking the time to figure out what you need for you, not what you want, right? Like maybe the big picture is you want like Rob and I get your massages, your facials. Awesome. 
but start to think about what do you need versus what do you want when it comes to self-care? Because oftentimes we jump into the, okay, I'm going to go jump over here, but that's not going to be sustainable. And so why I do what I do is to help people with sustainability so that it's not just for the vacation or the wedding day or the, you know, I'm going to do this now for for this this thing. It's It's for, for, it's to actually self-care. Like I said, once again, is taking action, which I love to preserve (laughs) or enhance one's own well-being. So essentially take responsibility for yourself one baby step at a time. I love it. I love it. Jamie, you are such a beautiful soul. And thank you for taking time out of your very busy and precious day. (laughs) I so appreciate it. Really great to have you here. Well, I appreciate you and I will be here anytime. And uh, please, to anyone that listens, reach out. I'd love any way that I can help to support anyone on their self-care journey. I would absolutely love to. And Rob, thank you for all that you do. You inspire me every day. Yay. You inspire me every day. Take action and, and, and be, be better and be my best self. I love it. Well, we have the link to your website. It's jamiemcfaden.com. Also, you can reach her on Instagram at jamiemcfaden. And it's, uh, I love her Instagram. It's so great. She's with her daughter, Sophia, and it's just so beautiful. And you can just feel her energy and she's just a beautiful soul. And I, I highly invite you to follow Jamie. She's just this amazing, 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 truly incredible human being. So there you go. Mm, I got all my love for the day. Thank you, Rob. (laughs) Yay. And thank you everybody so much for taking the time out of your busy and precious day to listen. We so appreciate it. Thank you for allowing me along my very special guest, my BFF, my friend, Jamie McFadden, to touch your heart, move you, inspire you. Remember, don't let fear stop you. Take time out to breathe, decide, plan, and act. I'm Rob Actis. Until next time, live a life of massive inspired action. Thank you for listening to the Living the Law of Action show with Mr. Action, Rob Actus. Please rate, review, and subscribe.